Hello everybody and welcome to the 11th episode of Ramblings from Nowhere. I'm your host Jason Hall and joining me again this week is the wonderful Clay Dotson. Wonderful. That barely describes the surface of who uh, I am. Okay, the um, overstimulated after our uh, journey into wrestling in Jamestown the other night. It was a dog journey. <laughs> It wasn't that bad. And it wasn't bad at all. Hey, it for felt ten, like uh, felt like I was walking into a cracker barrel for a second with all the random stuff on the wall. <laughs> so here's a funny thing <laughs> that that place we went to, uh, yeah. it, ha- it has a restaurant in it now that just opened too. <laughs> you know, I was sitting there wondering with all this, like, okay, so how are they going to pay for all this? This huge school that they're only using, you know, a portion of. So I guess that makes sense. Open up a restaurant. So what's the restaurant called? Uh, I guess 127 Performance Center. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but They're going to make it like a venue for everything, and it won't be, before long they'll be doing uh, weddings there. If only I could. Maybe I'll have, uh, have a uh, renewal of vows there or something in the ring. But uh, Larry, though, Larry, that was, the, that was the funniest part of the night, man. That dude was something else. I mean, I just, it's so funny, like, you know, Larry, of course, is sitting there yelling at everybody, like, you suck! And, you know, dude's got him in a headlock, and he's like, you suck, Larry! <laughs> it's like he takes the time to pause. The, uh... And, and break <clears throat> K-Pave. They, uh... They, to be just a little hometown, independent type of thing, I was, uh... I was pretty impressed. I was kind of had a, uh, you know, a little bit of nervousness when we first got there and then got in, but, uh... I mean, for t- I got my money's worth for ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I had a blast. I had a fun, I had a fun time. I mean, it, I'm gonna sit there and make fun of it, but I mean, what they're doing. I mean, I commend them for it. I hey, mean, just I'm, local I'm, wrestling. I make fun of all wrestling because you know it's wrestling. But uh, that ending, though, that ending for the championship belt was priceless. Was it, it was gold. It was perfect. They did. Uh, it was great. Uh, I'm sure some of our listeners uh, probably watched some of our little videos that we made. Uh, they had three great heels on there, and I wish I had it in front of me all their names: uh, Luther X, and then the you know the other two, DJ. Um, <laughs> I can't remember, so but like, they played the crowd perfect and had a meeting out of their hands. Oh yeah, that ending. They look, they did, they look dumbfounded when they saw us like standing up when, and giving them like an ovation. They're they like, did, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> when uh, mother lover Jake Tucker, uh, quote unquote, won the belt, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Luther X come out and threw him over the ropes, and everybody, and it's just well, Luther X beforehand though, yeah. had, he's been feuding with another wrestler, and they left because you you figured that they were both out, right? And it, they were it's not. a classic. X was not. It's a classic bait and switch when it comes to like Royal Rumbles and you know battle rolls and stuff like that. Which this was a battle roll for the 127 Pro Wrestling Championship belt, and of course the winner was the champ. And Mother Lover Jack Tucker was the odds-on favorite to win, and you could tell. Yeah, and they, they did a good job setting yeah. him up to make yeah. you feel that way. Like, oh, this guy's going to win it. Yep. And the whole bait and switch, dude. Well, it, 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 I bought it. He, oh, yeah. It, I had completely forgot about those two uh, not being thrown over and just leaving the ring and then coming back. But that the Jake Tucker had the crowd eating out of his hands. I mean, he was the perfect 
baby face. The crowd loved him. Shawn Michaels Jr. is what I think. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, but I mean. <laughs> the heartbreak. But listen, the kid knew how to work the crowd that he was working. And yeah. when he won the belt, the place, okay, it popped. Yes, it was a Jamestown. You're in the middle of a <laughs> gymnasium, but it popped. It was a good pop. And then when they come in, and or when he come back in and threw that dude, threw him over the top rope and ended up winning the belt, everybody didn't even know what to say except for you and me. Of course, we were cheering the whole time. Oh, man, just sitting there yeah. just laughing and cutting up. I, we just – dude, guys are so funny, though. They were so good. I think my favorite part of the night was when Larry, when the uh, when the ladies were wrestling – Oh God! And she the 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 hill lady lost fantasy. To, yeah, <laughs> fantasy. Yes, to Brittany Garcia, and fantasy was coming out of the ring. And Larry looked at her and said, uh, "said them things ain't nothing but silicone." And she grabbed her breast and said, "Honey, these are all cellulite." And just walked off. <laughs> I didn't even know what to think. I was like, "Did I just hear that happen?" So, but, uh, <laughs> oh, God bless Larry. He really made the night, though. Um, just hanging around him. The, the, the people that run it are cool. They asked. Oh, wait, wait, she, hey, she didn't say cellulite. She said, uh, saline. Oh, saline. These are saline. Yeah. Yeah. Saline. Sorry. But, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not up to, um, par either when it comes to, uh, fake breasts. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> but the, uh, the guys that run it, uh, we're all cool. They invited Clay and myself to do commentary the next time. <laughs> I was like, like what? I was afraid he was wanting us to do it then, and I was like, no, I can't even. I said, I just want to take it all in right now. So uh, it was a good time, though. I think we're going to try to get some friends and go back out and let them experience it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. become a commentator. <laughs> I don't know if i go that far, but, I mean, for, you know, when you talk about Jamestown, where I live, uh, it's a super small town, and I didn't expect to see that many people there in the first place, because I got there at, uh, what, 5.30, and I think you got there a little after me, and there was yeah. al- already a line out the door uh, waiting to get in. We were like, what? I mean, they had candy there for the kids and stuff like that. I mean, they and really it, made it a, yeah. a good, fun, you know, family yeah. atmosphere, because some of my friends with children were like, you know, could we bring our kids? I was like, yeah. I mean, oh, they yeah. don't cuss. Uh, now they did I, have they did have blood in the previous uh, show, and that was like the first time too, yeah. right? So they, they were, were he, he told me they were kind of there was little reservations about it, but uh, it went over good. But I, I don't think it's going to be a regular thing that they do. Mm-hmm. But man, speaking of that, when we were watching that recap from the week before, and I, that dude took three chair shots. Straight to the oh, head. Oh, I know. I was like, man. I, I, I wasn't real big on that. Uh, I mean, you just don't, you know, in this day and age with concessions and everything, you just don't do that. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it was, it, they were stiff shots, too. And I did get a kick out of, if you'll remember, when they were showing that recap, they both wrestled outside of the gymnasium, and <laughs> the episode was ending, and one of the guys was like, well, I guess the match will continue. And then it cut into this week, and of course... They he kind of plays like the uh, president, right? Because, yeah. you know, the, you have the owner, you know, I guess is that his girlfriend, the owner's girlfriend or something, where she, she plays like a Stephanie McMahon type yeah. role. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, the guy that was dressed in a zoot suit, whatever. God, so ugly. But um, you know who the? I wish I could remember his name right now. But the uh, the ring announcer and stuff. You know who he reminded me of voice wise, and I was trying to place it. Uh, Joey Styles from the ECW days. Ah, I gotcha. But anyway, back to the other part. So it ended the recap, and they said, "Well, I guess the match will continue." And then you know this show starts, and they wrestle and get in a fight, and then they end up. Uh, didn't they? Leave the ring, Luther X run off. Oh yeah. So then at the end of the show, after who he was w- the guy who was fighting again, Baby or something? I can't remember I'm his not, name. I wasn't a big fan of him running in with his Confederate flag. I'm like, why you got the flag yeah. of traitors, you idiot? Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, but that's just some stupid. That's stuff, all just but, character stuff. So it's yeah, all sure, but, um, sure. <laughs> uh, but then at the end, after Luther X won the championship, that dude come back out again. And they started fighting, and they oh, started a match. Gosh. You know, they started a match, and then they wrestled out of the gymnasium again and disappeared. And everybody's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then the uh, announcer said, well, I guess the match will continue. And that's where the, <laughs> that's where <laughs> the, night, that's where the night ended. So whenever they started. Never, never been a part of a to-be-continued match. That's exactly what that is, a to-be-continued match. But uh, but uh, they took yeah, this I mean, week. Let's good. see. They took this week off. He told me they were having a all ladies show next week, and then they'll be back with regular show after that. And I don't know when we'll be able to make it back up. I need to get back up with him because he was really open to letting us uh, maybe sit down and do an interview and all that kind of stuff. But that'd be like our first interview, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. We haven't interviewed anybody yet. Uh, he said that. Uh, now I am excited. December fifth, uh, Ricky Morton from the Rock and Roll Rock and Roll Express will be there, so we may have to do that. Rock and Roll Express. But uh, <laughs> Kane was there from the WWE. Glenn Jacobs, uh, he was a big dude. Mister Mayor, Mr. We, Mayor. Didn't, we didn't get to meet him, but I wasn't going to push myself on somebody like uh, so the kid I, behind us got his little figure signed by him though. I was yeah. pretty happy for him. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's about it on our wrestling journey. Uh, he looked very uncomfortable though when those two little kids ran up to give him a hug, and he couldn't do anything except just hug him. I mean, yeah, they just lashed around on his big old legs, and he was just like kind of like embarrassed almost. <laughs> so, uh, but it was a it was a good time. We'll probably do something else with them again, hopefully before too long. Uh, other than that, Clay, uh, after all that excitement, was you able to fit in anything else this week? Not really. Um, I didn't go to the comic book store today. Because uh, he was closed. Had... Let me just say. Man, he was closed today? Yes. He was sick today. Mike. Right. Oh. Yeah, Mike's his name, right? Yeah. And they were closed today because he was sick. But Oh, my God. That means, on, oh, wow. So on com- everybody... yes. Yeah, on, it's on comic mm-hmm. book day. Yes. So he must have been pre- feeling pretty under the weather because, like, you don't close on comic book day. Unless right. it's, you know, something pretty serious. So uh, being, Mike, a, being a comic book shop owner is a thankless job. Yeah. So, Well, Mike, uh, you probably don't listen, but if you do, get well soon, and I will be in to pick up my comic books at some point or another, I promise. Don't get rid of yeah, them. Excalibur 1 comes out tomorrow. Well, today. Yeah. But, uh, I just didn't have time because of work. I will tell you this. I did scroll through. Um, just was looking at horror movies before I went to bed on Sunday. Bad bad choice, by the way. I should have just went to sleep because after that I could not sleep. Uh, I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. the original. I've never watched it. Before. It's a good yeah. movie. It's so good. 
I think I'd rather watch the second though, from what you know, how you were telling me about how the it's second more, one, more funny. And yeah, the the first one uh, is one of those that just for me, it's it's raw and gritty, and you know, it's kind of dirty. You, yeah, you could tell it was made in '74, if I remember right. I could be wrong, yeah. but um, you know, you can tell the era it was made in. Uh, it's just unsettling. Whereas the second one is, uh, it goes a completely different uh, route, and it brings in the family more. And uh, Dennis Hopper is a sheriff that has uh, chainsaws and his gun holsters and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's really good. Both of them. Are really I, good. I just I hate horror movie tropes, and I, I guess I can't blame it because it's the seventies, and you have to start somewhere with with tropes like that, right? So. Um, it just was amazing to me when they find this house out in the middle of nowhere and dude decides to go in there. You know, I think it's the first guy that gets killed. Mm-hmm. And it was just really done, well done, by the way, because, you know, you keep, he keeps hearing something like pigs and stuff like that. And then he, and he goes, and then all of a sudden, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, Leatherface? Yeah, Leatherface. Leatherface, just, you see him for the first time. And it was really cool just how it just, yeah. boom, it just shows up clocks him in the head and it wasn't like a big like you know music in the background like it was just like Mm -hmm. and he shuts the door i was like man that was very well done and there were some really cool shots in that too um which i can see because i've watched the remake with you uh, at the theater and uh which which was fine but the original yeah it was really good Uh, and it wasn't it's not it's not even really bloody it's just um, no it's just unsettling i mean yeah it has moments cringe moments but it's just a uh, I, a lot of it, I think, is the way it's shot. You know, it yeah, it it just it just makes you feel bad. You know, but uh, I believe that wasn't it? Uh, I never have pronounced his first name right. Tobe uh, Hooper. Toby. Toby or Tobe Hooper that directed that. Uh, let me look it up here and see. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I just thought it was cool how it wasn't really that bloody. But yeah, like yeah. you said, it's just very unsettling. He uh, he did that, and of course he did uh, two of my favorites. Actually, he did part. Uh, it shows he did part two as well. I didn't realize that, but uh, he did two of my favorites, which was that one, and of course Poltergeist, which we talked about a little he bit did, on here. Oh, he did Poltergeist. As yeah, well? the first Poltergeist. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, he's got a uh, a style. I guess you'd call it that you can kind yeah. of tell, you know, but I'm glad you got to watch it. Cause uh, it's one of my favorites. And even though it does get a lot of praise, I feel like it kind of even goes under the radar even now when you, you know, when you're talking Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees and Freddie and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, besides that, I've also been playing Outer Worlds. Um, it's been pretty fun. Um, you know, it's made by Obsidian, the guys mm-hmm. who also have done, like, Knights of the Republic 2 and, and some other RPGs, uh, Fallout New Vegas. Um, and so I've jumped in with it. And for the first time, I've decided not to just create, like, a just a strength character. I decided to actually put, you know, my skill points into uh, charisma, uh, speech, you know, persuasion, stuff like that, smart, science, whatever. And uh, it's actually been very fun. Um, the game looks like it was probably built for the 360 PS3 era, though. I mean, with a nice gloss paint over it, I guess. 
But, uh, I mean, gameplay-wise, I'm having a fun time with it. I mean, it's the gunplay, though, I think is a little rough. But, you know, still, I'm, I'm making the most of it. Yeah, I sat down and I told myself, because uh, I knew you'd talk about it, and I'm not the biggest uh, fan of these games. Mainly, like I said before, I just don't hardly have time to put the put into them. But I was like, I'm going to try it because uh, it's getting really good reviews and everybody's uh, talking about it right now. And I knew that you would be playing it and Brandon would be playing it. Uh, I'm a, I played the opening part where you get to the ship. You know, mm-hmm. and I sat down last night to play it some more. I, I do, I do like what I've seen. Of course, I'm, it's uh, roughly about 45 minutes, if that much, that I've played. Uh, I'm gonna try to go back to a little bit more, but uh, like I told you, Josh and I fell down a hole that is called Torchlight Two, which I talked about before. <laughs> and man, gosh, if you like Diablo-style games. This is dungeon-style crawler. Yeah. That's what you're, what you're looking for. It's a loot game. It's not even a dungeon-style. It's, it's a loot game. You just get loot all the time, and uh, you get to fish in it. Uh, <laughs> I get to fish. Hey, man, it's great. Uh, it's th- three or four players in this one. I can't remember that you can play. Um, you level up fast. You know how it is with these. You're always uh, you're always getting new equipment. It's almost mm-hmm. seems like every time you fight something, you get to change something out. Uh, probably one of the coolest features on this one. You know how it is with these loot games. You all, your inventory is always full, and you always have to stop and go back and sell loot or whatever. You know, drop something that kind of thing. With this one, you have a pet, and you can uh, take your junk and give it to your pet. And send them back, and they will sell your stuff for you. So oh, that's you, cool. So you can, you know, just keep the game going, more or less. Uh, but it's good. Uh, I'm not going to delve into it too much. We, we're not too far in. I will say that the uh, the levels are long, and they have a ton of uh, side quests and stuff you pick up as you go. Um, I think we're on the second one, and we played it for about two hours the other night and still haven't finished it yet. So it's uh, it's good stuff. Um, I meant to mention with Outer Worlds as well, it seems like the choices you make in it actually do matter more mm-hmm. than, like, past Fallout games. I guess that's what I've missed about Obsidian. Um, but it does it does seem they've actually put a, a lot of thought in the uh, choice trees yeah. that you got. So, But, yeah, I've been enjoying the heck out of that. I did, um, I did, get, a good, <clears throat> excuse me, I did get a good chuckle out of uh, some of the uh, dialogue options that they give you. Mm-hmm. As you're going through, uh, it's, it seems like it's well written so far. I'm going to have my next playthrough of that that will be very quick, and I'm going to try to kill everyone that I can kill mm-hmm. in the game. It's, uh, so. it's it's not too long of a game, if I'm not mistaken, from what I've read. That's what that's what I keep hearing, and it just felt like Obsidian really wanted to make another Fallout game. I mean, because there's, I mean, it is there's a lot of stuff taken from Fallout, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, but yeah, you know, I love Fallout. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm just like I said, I'm just having a really good, good time with it. Play-wise, it's fun. I mean, the guns can be a little bit, a little bit better. But I'm not gotten into a lot of the science guns. They have special guns. Like right now, I've got a gun that can shrink people, and so and, it, and they'll go back after a couple seconds. But you know, it, it kind of holds them back from you know doing too much heavy damage on you and stuff like that. So, do they have little mini voices and stuff that you can hear? Because I was uh, like, right now, I, no, I don't think so. I mean, you know how it is when you, when you. Like in a cartoon or something, somebody gets shrunk. Their voice yeah. is always really uh, tiny and stuff. And it cracks me up. 
Well, I just, I mean, I'm not doing a lot of killing against actual people, yeah. though, because the way I'm doing my playthrough, though, I'm talking my way out through a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm not, you know, other old me, or not old me, but just me in the past would have just, um, you know, just been, I'm going to kill this person, or blah, 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 just go from there. But now I'm actually having fun, like, just being able to talk my way through it and just, I don't know, earning experience in a different way than just from killing. So. Right. Uh, other than that, though, everything's good, man. Um, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Um, I didn't really sign up, per se, but, I mean, I'm just going to be on hand just to help out, and whatever you need me to do, I'll just be the little errand boy. Um, I think we've all, everybody that's doing this thing, uh, Jonathan may not, but we posted uh, our fundraisers. And, of course, we have a team goal, an overall goal, and then each of us have a uh, – individual goal uh josh actually hit his goal uh today or last night one i can't remember already oh, which is, good which is awesome uh i have not but uh i'm hoping this weekend we'll uh, we'll see uh like i said it, it's for a great cause i mean you take two great things hey, my, hey, my mom she, she hooked you up yes yes she did she got her thank you i've got a couple donations i'm hoping to get some this weekend but uh, it's it's I mean, for us we get to play twenty four hours of games and the way it's looking it's going to be predominant predominantly I can't talk tonight uh, board games. Um, there has been talk of twelve hours of Dungeons and Dragons, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't think I can play twelve hours of Dungeons and Dragons as much as I like playing. Uh, so Jonathan's going to be the uh, dungeon master. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can I can drive so, with that. It's cool. But uh we'll be doing a lot of board games. It'll be at a school. Um but I mean look, I missed my point. Uh you know, it's twenty four hours gaming, but it's for a great charity. Uh of course all their proceeds will go to our individual hospitals. Uh like I said before, mine is the East Tennessee Children's Hospital in Knoxville. And I believe Josh and Brandon both have Vanderbilt as theirs. I'm not real sure on Brandon's. And then, if I'm not mistaken, Jonathan's is Erlanger. But uh, we're planning on doing some live streams and stuff like that. Uh, we'll probably put uh, one of our the, the team page link in there because uh, you can have a stream set up on it through Twitch or Mixer or um, YouTube, I believe, was the other one. Yeah. yeah. The, the the one downside is um, Microsoft uh, grandfathered their Mixer Create app, which was the one that lets you stream from your phone. So that one's out. I mean, we still use Twitch and stuff. I have a Twitch channel that I never use. But uh, anyway, oh, uh, so you can't you can't stream from your phone with Mixer? No, not anymore. <laughs> really? Why's yeah. that? I don't know. You can watch stuff from it, but you can't stream from it. So it's kind of odd. Uh, well, another good thing, though, is also the kids that are going to come out. Yeah. They're going to learn. We'll be know, teaching John kids how to play board games. I didn't think of it like that. You know, Jonathan made a good point in the group text about that, just saying, hey, mm -hmm. it's a good opportunity to teach children, you know, just different games and stuff like that, which I think is pretty cool. So, I mean, I'm just going to be the guy that antagonizes the children, though, and, and gets mad when I get beat very bad. Well, let me so. tell you, dude, if these kids are anything like last year's, they uh, wipe the floor with us on a few board games, uh, take it to ride, and – these villainous were two that come to mind. Brandon got absolutely stomped at uh, Ticket to Ride Europe Edition, and we all got our butts handed to us at Disney's villainous. So, 
Uh, I still want to play One Night Werewolf, though. That's the one I can't wait to play. It's been a while since I've played it. We'll have it there. Um, we'll have a lot of games. I'm not sure what I'm going to take yet. Um, I got a new Blockbuster party game that uh, seems pretty fun. And then uh, I got a few others that I normally take with me all the time because they're a good time. Just fun games. But uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, we'll be putting more stuff up on the group page as we get closer. So, as long as we don't play that darn firefighter game Brandon had, gosh, man, that was 500-page manual. I told him if he didn't bring the fire game, the fireman game, I would uh, concede and let him bring the, the dumb dice game that he has. It's terrible. You remember, remember that dice game he had? Yes. Oh, my gosh. What was that Hitler game, Secret Hitler? Secret or? Hitler, yeah. Man, that little mm, Brandon. Remember that time he was Hitler? Yep. And the or and the that entire time made y'all think I was Hitler and y'all voted me out. I was yep. so pissed. We've got a couple of different. Uh, I've actually got a um, Marvel Hydra, and it's the same thing just with Marvel. Oh. So I'm I'm gonna bring it. We'll bust it out. Uh, those kinds of games are always fun and create a lot of uh, good laughs. Uh, so it's gonna be a good time. Makes you, makes you hate your friends. Well. I do anyway, so it's all right. <laughs> I kid, I kid. I, I like most of them. So, uh, how's your uh, weekend win, though? I I've been waiting to talk about this movie because I have been excited for it. Um, I sat down Friday night and watched uh, My Name Is Dolomite, Eddie Murphy movie. I sent you a text mm-hmm. on it, man. I love Eddie Murphy. Uh, his stuff, Eddie Murphy. The, his stuff from the '80s and some of the early '90s stuff uh, is some of the funniest stuff that you'll ever see to me. Um, but you know, he lost that in the mid '90s on. Uh, he he kind of lost his edge. He, you know, his uh, there was no cussing in his stuff and all that, which I mean, we're talking Eddie Murphy. If 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 you can't cuss, that really cuts off a big part of his act, honestly. But man, this is a return to form. Uh, it's about Rudy Ray Moore and how he ended up uh, making uh, My Name Is Dolomite. Uh, it is freaking hilarious. I laugh from start to finish. Uh, don't watch it with kids around because they're dropping F-bombs left and right, uh, among other things. Uh, but you it, you need to watch this movie. It, it's great. Uh, after it was done, I went and uh, you can get the original Dolomite on uh, Amazon Prime right now. And, man, that movie is so bad that it's good. It, it's, uh, it's great. Uh, Speaking of which, Amazon Prime has Event Horizon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I've got it. Man. I own that movie. I haven't watched it this year I yet. What is when going through the catalogs of like Hulu? Well, Hulu's is the weakest. Amazon Prime and Netflix had a. Well, I think Amazon Prime actually had the strongest when it came to horror movies. And you can watch Season of the Witch on uh, HBO. You know. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Hulu, I've uh, been waiting for Castle Rock to start back up, and it started. Last Wednesday, I didn't realize it. I thought it started this Wednesday. No, two weeks ago. But anyway, I have uh, I am completely hooked on Castle Rock again. Um, the first season was awesome. Uh, the second season so far is great. Uh, of course, it centers, centers around uh, Annie Wilkes from the Misery Book. And 
that's all I'm going to say. Uh, well, I'll say that, uh, of course, it's set in Castle Rock, but uh, there's uh, Salem's a lot of Salem's Lot references happening, um, among other things. That's all. I'm going to leave it at that because this is a good show, too. I, I love watching it and seeing what uh, Stephen King references, I find, as, it, as an episode progresses. Uh, and it's I'm watching the third episode right now. I actually quit watching it so we could go ahead and record. But uh, the uh, if you've not watched it, uh, watch the first season and then go ahead and start this one. You don't have you don't have to watch the first season because uh, they're not really connected. There's some little threads that connect them together, but uh, right. it, it's really good. Uh, Lizzie it, Lizzie Lizzie Kaplan plays. Uh, uh, Annie Wilkes, and it's got the other big name probably would be uh, Tim Robbins. Oh, and the Shawshank prisons in this as well. It's well, it encompasses like the entire Stephen King universe, right? That's what it means. Yeah, there. yeah, it it, it intertwines. It's all. it's all connected, right? So. Yeah, all his books are connected in this universe, and uh, I would suggest watching the first season and then coming and watching this one, uh, but. Uh, it's really good so far. This is way more creepy than the first one was. Um, there was that, and then you mentioned HBO. Um, of course, oh, and real quick, Dolomite, Eddie Murphy led me down a hole of listening to old comedy albums from Rudy Ray Moore and Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. Man, that's some of the greatest comedy you'll ever hear stand-up-wise, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You don't get any better. Rudy Ray Moore stuff is, like, uh, just dirty. I mean, dirty. Uh, it's hilarious. I let my friend listen to it at work, and he's like, oh, my gosh, I've never heard anything quite like you, it. It's it's out there in a good way. And, of course, Richard Pryor is Richard Pryor. I think he's one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time, and Eddie, as well as Eddie Murphy. So uh, there was that. But anyway... Get back on track. Uh, what do we think of Watchmen this week, Clay? Uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Uh, that uh, I'm going to sit down and look at the what is the, is it Pedipedia? What is that? Uh, yeah, Pedipedia. Yeah, because they're. Uh, I was reading about how much content they're dropping on it, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to dive in. But man, this week's episode was good. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think they're trying to stay at least to the the spirit of the comic. I mean, not everything is is exactly as you seem. Mm-hmm. The people you root for really maybe aren't that good. They're not uh, no. actually good of a person. Yes, and that's a big part of this one. Like that ending. Yeah. I was like, oh man. And I'm gonna go ahead and spoiler this because um, you know, I want to talk about it. And it was brought up. I'm sure you thought of it too. But like Don Johnson, his—I can't remember his character's name right now—but he had to be the second gunman in that room with yeah. uh, uh, what's her name. I'm gonna have to write down all everybody. Regina King. Yeah, Regina Re- King. Well, Regina King. I'm trying oh. to think of the character in there, but anyway, uh, it has to be. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, it, you know. It, it doesn't have to be, but I mean that's. No one wants lady. to talk about who her children are. They're her old partner's kids. She adopted. Yep. Yep. Are all three of them though related, or I, is the one that I think the one has that the same anger issues as her? I think that I don't think he's. 
uh, related to the other ones. At least that's the way I feel. But yeah, I agree. I think Don Johnson was the other mascot. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. And I'm interested to see where uh, what's going to happen with the, with the old man. Ja- Jamie Hines. Yeah. I didn't realize until this episode that the uh, the the old man in the wheelchair yeah. was Lewis Gossett Jr. What? How'd you not know it was him? I just wasn't putting two and two together. Uh, you know? I was like, and then I was watching the credits roll, and I was like, ah, okay. Because I was trying to figure out where I'd seen him before, you know? Because, I mean, when I think of Lewis Gossett Jr., I think of um, Firewalker. No, Firewalker with Chuck Norris. So. Oh, God. <laughs> of course you would. But, uh, um, oh, man, I'm telling you all, if you're not watching this series, you need to get on board. Uh, it's getting some stupid reviews, by the way, from uh, not critics, but fans. They're not liking it? Yeah, they, they're not digging it. So, I don't I'm know. I love it. But, uh, they're probably the same people that are a big fan of Rorsch- uh, Rorschach. And I'm like, that's not exactly how it's supposed to be. Yeah. You're not supposed to like Rorschach. <laughs> yeah, Rorschach's I'm, actually not a good person. He might have morals, but no. And we had it confirmed about the, well, I don't know if it's really confirmed, but uh, Ozzy and his uh, robots. Ozzy Mondes? Yeah. 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 Man, he does such a great job, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm Ozzy Mondes. Well, I'm Jamie Hines. I'm whatever. Uh, I'm really digging it, though. Uh, I wonder if he's going crazy, though. That's the thing. Like, is it the upset? Because obviously, when you find out what happened is that, you know, when he, you know, planned to do what he did to stop the Cold War, you know, he was going to make money off of it as well. Right. That was, that was he ended his, up yeah. backfiring. And he ended up losing money. And now they think he's dead. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. So we'll see. I'm really enjoying uh, this show. Between it and Castle Rock, it's a really good time right now for uh, shows for me, TV shows. Silicon Valley started back up on HBO. If you've never watched it, you need to watch it. It's uh, very I, funny. I'm getting ready to try and dive into uh, gemstones and succession because you've been uh, talking uh, about them so much. So hopefully I can add them to my list of watches, but uh, we'll see. Uh, of course, we're getting ready to leave for Disney World next month and all that stuff, so... Uh, just trying to get everything together. But uh, other than that, uh, I did get to watch uh, Rob Zombie's Three from Hell today. Ooh, how was it? Uh, I'm still not sure. Interesting. Uh, I've talked uh, numerous times about how much I love The Devil's Rejects. Uh, it's nowhere, to me, it was nowhere near as good as Devil's Rejects. Uh, I don't know if it was just where it's been so long in between or what, but, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's good. I, I think I'll watch it again and, uh, let it sink in a little bit more. So, uh. Where'd you watch it at? I watched it here. It's on video now. Uh, you okay. can get it on, uh, well, you can get it on video on demand, of course, but. I don't think it's streaming for free anywhere yet. But uh Oh, another thing, uh streaming lines, Amazon Prime also has Creep Show one and two, and I'm thinking I'm gonna dive into that. So I told you I never watched it yet, so I like Creep Show two better of the two, but um Creep Show's good. But uh I don't know, uh like I said, I'm gonna watch it again. It's it's good. 
I don't uh, – it, it just feels different. And I don't know if part of that's because uh, Sid Haig only has a quick little cameo at the beginning because he was so sick when they were filming it. So uh, Captain Spaulding's not really in the movie. Uh, and you can tell his scenes – His uh, he has one little scene at the beginning, uh, roughly five minutes or so, and you can tell that he was uh, – uh, in a bad way, I guess I can. I guess I'll say that he just didn't look good, you know, when he was filming the scene. Uh, he brought it. I mean, he brought Captain Spaulding to that scene, but uh, just the way he, you know, he looked frail. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. So I just, yeah. hate, I still hate that we lost him. He's uh, his stuff. Uh, like we talked about, he. It's not that he's he's well known, but uh, I think among like my friends and stuff, not as well known as. You know, say like, of course, a Tom Cruise or something like that. But right, uh, if you if you watch any, like I've said, those grindhouse movies from the seventies or any of that kind of stuff, any of those exploitation films, uh, he's a integral part of those. So, but anyway, uh, it's a uh, it's good right now. I would actually put it as my at at the bottom of the three, uh, Devil's Rejects, and then House, and then this one. But uh, I'm gonna sit down and watch it again and see. If I get a, a different feeling from it, so Don't. but uh, that's uh, that's about it for me too. Uh, I was surprised I was able to pack in that much stuff <laughs> this week, but I, I did. I really made a point, like I said, to watch. Uh, I know after our two-hour love fest last yeah, week. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. I didn't realize, and you didn't either. And nope. that we had gone that long. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna try to keep this one under control a little bit better, but I. At the same time, that's what I, when I started this thing, that's what I envisioned is us being able to just sit down and talk, you know, and if it leads to a two and a half hour episode, it leads to that. Uh, I don't know if everybody likes it, if everybody listens to it, but for me, and I'm thinking for you too, I mean, we have a good time talking. Uh, hopefully people listen to us or, or like listening to us talk for that much, but. Uh, we're going to really try to keep it at that hour and a half. I, I think the sweet spot's like an hour and a half, hour 45. But, you know, if it's, you know, if it warrants two and a half hours, we'll go two and a half. You know, if we have guests on or something like that and we get going, who knows? We'll see. But uh, other than that, yeah, that's it for me this week, too. Um, dark. Uh, on to the nose. Well, no. <laughs> I was going to no. say. Uh, I would. I was going to throw out there. Terminator is this week, so uh, I, I don't know when I'll get the chance to watch it. But uh, I'm going to try to go watch it yeah, here soon. I'm hearing good stuff about it. So, but uh, we got Terminator. People have been out. liking it to the Force Awakens. Now it kind of reboots everything a little bit. I'm interested to see. Uh, it'll be. It, we've talked about it enough that everybody knows we're. I don't think there's anything that we don't like anymore. We don't talk about anything we don't like hardly. <laughs> you guys like everything. But actually, speaking of that, we are going to talk about something right now that uh, has left a bad taste in your mouth. I know. Uh, we'll get into the news here, and let's talk a little uh, Game of Thrones to lead us off. And this is from hmm. Hollywood Reporter, and this dropped, like both these little pieces of news dropped uh, pretty much back-to-back. And first one is the... Uh, now, HBO has multiple Game of Thrones projects in the works, so you can take this 
as you will. But uh, the first one they had going film has filmed the pilot already, and says Game of Thrones, the Naomi Watts led prequel, is now dead at HBO. Yeah, it's supposed to be set during the age of heroes or whatever, mm-hmm. way before the Targaryens took over. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very interested in it, yeah, sure, but it seems like it was played like the original uh, Game of Thrones uh, pilot was. And I guess HBO's like, we're not going to do this a second time around. Supposedly they had to bring in another director, had to do reshoots, and so it was just a big pain. I guess I don't blame them. I was very surprised by it, though. I was I was very interested. I liked Naomi Watts. Let's see uh, what she's going to need to do. Uh, you know, if if they don't like it, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, they've already announced another, you know, the next thing that down the pot, which is the uh, uh, Targaryen-based one, which tells them yeah. their, their downfall that, and everything. So I actually read most of that book. I haven't finished it for some reason. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it Fire, Fire and Blood? Blood uh, I believe. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Uh, and I can actually see that being made into a show. So, uh, but, uh, you know, I mean... It's their right if they want to kill it. I would I would be interested to see that pilot just to see, yeah, you know exactly what they were going for and stuff with it. But um, honestly, uh, I don't know if I mean I'll check it out, but I don't know if I need any more Game of Thrones in my life. Uh, I think it you know they closed the story, so uh, I don't know how excited I am. I mean I'm not like overly excited about any of these uh all these episode series and stuff that they're talking about. So we'll see. But I mean, realistically I think we're just gonna see one series come out of this from these think, four or five series. So. I think it was they had like seven in develop well, six in development now. But uh that's a lot of Game of Thrones. Uh I realize you can go a lot of different ways with that series, but uh I don't know. It's uh it's sad. I, I I hope that at some point that, like I said, that pilot leaks because I love watching those uh, pilots, such as the uh, infamous uh, "Where's Rodney" pilot. Uh, Where's Rodney? So. <laughs> Just imagine if Limp Biscuit did that. <laughs> Where's Rodney? Well, that's not even. <laughs> yeah, Where's Rodney? We still coming up, come out. Where's Rodney? Is that uh? Yeah. Is that uh, theme song on YouTube. Is that where that video come from? Where's Rodney? Yeah. yeah. You just look at Where's Rodney uh, pilot. I, I, I still forgot. Well, I don't have access to our page. Uh, it's all right. I'm, I'm actually posting it right now. It is the speak. worst. It is the epitome. I think it was in the 80s, right? Or early 90s. It is the epitome of terrible 80s, 90s theme songs. You know, it's got like somebody mm-hmm. singing a cheesy song that got intercuts with you know, Rodney Dangerfield doing something stupid and then, like, you know, a random cast member, like, looking up at the camera and smiling or something. Mm-hmm. There's Rodney! Yeah. The worst song ever. It's, uh... And then it, hey, it gets no respect, you know? Uh-huh. It's something else. <laughs> uh, I'm sharing it out right now to our uh, Facebook Because we've already mentioned it on the podcast. We've mentioned it. We, we had the talked kid about gets to, Yeah, just if he needs some life advice, he, he can ask Rodney Dangerfield. So, and Ronnie appears, so like Satan. So here you go, uh, everyone, for your listening pledge and viewing. Uh, the Where's Rodney uh, theme song is now on yes. our Facebook page. Enjoy. They're going to hate us now. Um, 
But yeah, but yeah, that, it's up there with that though. You know, the really crappy uh, pilots though. Uh, I guess the next thing I'm sure you're going to segue into this. It's probably about the uh, former writers and creators, well, of the TV show yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. And, I mean, go ahead and talk about that. You're fine. I'm still, I'm still posting. I'm slow to get this thing. My computer's <laughs> been slow. But yeah, uh, this is another one per Hollywood Reporter, and I'm sure everybody's heard because like it just like blew up when this uh, news dropped for whatever reason. Uh, Star Wars Shocker Game of Thrones duo quits plan trilogy. I'm perfectly fine with that. That was the that was going to be the uh, the first film was going to be the follow up to Rise of Skywalker. You think so? No, it was it it was the one, really yeah it was slotted for 2022 was the first one. Uh, I I don't really have a problem with it either. Uh, first of all, you know, obviously their heart wasn't in it. Or they would, you know, they would make these movies. Well, they've got that Netflix deal as well. I know, but I'm saying, I mean, like, if you love Star Wars and you get a chance to write Star Wars and make movies in that universe, at least to me, it looks like you would, you know, that would that would take priority over everything. I know if they gave me a chance, then, you know, that would be top priority. Uh, well, I mean, what about where they were They were asked at that festival recently? They actually, it's the first time they got to really sit down and talk about it and how much of a cluster F that the whole first episode was a long time ago. Like, they really didn't know what they were doing. Oh, well, Like, I don't yeah. even think they were actual, like, rider riders. It oh, feels like they you're just... You're talking on Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't want them around Star Wars, especially how they totally dropped the ball in the last season of Game of Thrones. It was garbage. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. It just didn't make any sense. Um, but good and good riddance. And they're just saying like shocker. I'm like, no, that's actually course, great news. Of course, there. Uh, I read some reports that they were the reason that that last season uh, went the way it did was because they were fo- so focused on Star Wars. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's so funny though. Yeah, they signed a five-year, two hundred fifty million dollar deal with Netflix. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, it. If anything, if it gets the uh, the Ryan Johnson trilogy closer, I'm mm-hmm. all for it. Uh, but I'm good because we got the Mandalorian coming up in two weeks, and I cannot wait. That new trailer looked amazing. So, uh, seems like though Lucasfilms is like hardcore about just I don't know. I mean, they're just trying to keep the property pure, if you will. Mm-hmm. It really feels like you've got to tow the company line. I mean, we already saw the, the Lord the Lord Brothers, right? Yeah. You know, how they got booted well, off. It was Even still, Gareth Edwards had issues with uh, Rogue One. You know, they brought yeah. in that other writer to do like, the reshoots, but they yeah. still gave him credit. It was Lord Miller. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. on. Solo. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, you really have to Told the company line with Let's, them. When it comes to Star Wars, um, I, I got faith in Kathleen Kennedy and what she's trying to do there. Um, I thought that they did a great job with Solo. I thought Rogue One was great. Um, I think what's really going to help them is this uh, Disney Plus stuff and be able to put some of this stuff on there. You know, they'll be one and all that. Uh, which, interesting. did you see where Ewan McGregor said he's known about this Obi-Wan stuff for four years and hasn't been able to talk about it until now? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but, uh, I don't, I, you know, 
I don't. If you asked me to direct a Star Wars movie, I'd be scared. I mean, after, I mean, because you're literally being thrown to the Sarlacc pit. That's what it feels like. Uh, maybe. We'll see where it goes. I, I think, uh, I, I, as we said before, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of The Last Jedi, so I've got faith in what Ryan Johnson's going to do with his trilogy. Uh, I'm ready to get out of the Skywalker stuff. Uh, I would like to know what these dudes had planned for their trilogy. You know, we talked about it a little bit. Was it going to be something completely different? Was it going to be set in the Old Republic, that kind of thing? Uh, I would like to know what they were thinking. But yeah, I'm with you. Hey, I'm, you know what? I'm not too I'm concerned. just glad that they're on it, though. Because, like yeah. I said, Game of Thrones last season suffered. I mean, there's actually the last two seasons suffered greatly. So, um, But, yeah, glad they're off. So, and good riddance. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't have no real big issues with it. Uh, when I read it, I just kind of went, huh, and just went on about my day, whereas some people were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe what is going on. Oh, my God. Of course, yeah. you know, I guess when you put that with HBO and all their stuff, you know, because they're always going to be tied with anything Game of Thrones, whether they want to be or not. So yeah, uh, it, was, it was a pretty crazy day for all that stuff. So uh, moving on, though, our last bit of news uh I had heard rumblings about this, and I don't know if we'd ever talked about it too much, but uh, this is from IGN, uh, Xbox All Access, how it works, what it is, and how you can upgrade to an Xbox Scarlet, which the Scarlet is whatever their next console is going to be. They haven't named it yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically, it's a subscription service. Well, they run your credit, though. I mean, it's well, yeah, I, mean, I think it's yeah. like a zero percent. Yeah, you still have to have your credit run and stuff, but it's a you, it's a subscription uh, service, pretty much. Uh, so, for instance, like rent to own. Yeah. Uh, let's see, how much does Xbox All Access cost? Uh, so you can do three different tiers. Um, the lowest being you can get a Xbox One S All Digital. So you have no CD or DVD drive in it for $19.99 a month. You can do a 1S, which is uh, pretty much just below an Xbox One X. Uh, it has 4K capability, has a 4K player in it, but it's not quite as beefy on the inside as an X for $22.99. And then you can do the X one for $30, $30.99 a month. And let's see. Let's try to find the next bit. Uh, let's see, where's that at? Look, here, let me look at this, and you go ahead. What do you think about it so far? Uh, it's fine. I mean, if it's for somebody that doesn't want to, like, drop down a huge chuck and change on a console, I mean, you're looking at, like, almost $500 on Xbox One X. Uh, it's perfectly fine. I mean, it gives you the chance, I think, after 12 months um, that That's you can then upgrade to the Scorpion, or whatever it's called. So not the Scarlet. Scorpio. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about Scorpio. Scorpio was the code name for the Xbox One X. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sure. I think it's great. Uh, let's see. Why can't I find that? I was trying to find where you can do the upgrade stuff. Well, either way, I mean, at some point you can actually just, like you said, go ahead and upgrade to the new console whenever it comes out. Um, so, it's pretty cool. I probably won't do it because uh, I already subscribed to enough stuff in my life that I don't need one more. 
because you know to Microsoft. I didn't put it on there, but we've talked about it all day. HBO Max. I, I guess I, I'm going to get it, uh, regardless of if I have to pay for it or not. Which you told me you would not have to pay for. No, it comes with HBO now. I'm not sure if it now they're giving it for free to AT&T customers as well. Right. Uh, I have uh, what used to be DirecTV now. It's AT&T now. So I don't know. And I subscribe to HBO. So I think I qualify in there as well. I think if you're got that, they're, I think you're going to get for they're, free. They were, they're kind of vague on the AT&T stuff. I mean, the only one they really touted big time was the, uh, you know, if you're HBO now subscriber. But, man, they're adding some good content to that thing. And I... Uh, like a, uh, we talked, was it last week we talked about the Studio Ghibli stuff being on there? Yeah. Um, and then I saw where they're going to be doing new uh, Looney Tunes and Hanna Barbera uh, stuff. Plus they'll have the whole. So old. funny that Harry Potter's not going to be on there to like what 2025. It's, yeah, I don't know what kind of uh, what kind of uh, stuff is holding that up. I don't know, you know, if there's some kind oh, of. Oh, they legal signed stuff. a. Uh, no, they signed an agreement with uh, NBC Universal. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So it'll be—it's kind of like the same thing that's happening with uh, the Marvel stuff on Netflix and all that. Right. So, uh, but I, I wasn't going to get it, but now I'm going. And they went ahead and announced uh, that uh, they'll have the—they'll uh, have DC DC Comics original stuff on there and movies and so on and so forth. So uh, it looks better and better. Freaking. Subscription services. How many subscription services? We talked about it a lot, but I mean, how many? How many? Oh my goodness, how many subscription services can you have? I Everybody talks about cutting the cord, and you end up paying more. You're gonna pay more. I'm telling end you, end up jumping into something completely different. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, I will. It looks like I'll be getting on board that one. I will not do the NBC Universal one, and then something will happen, and I will, of course. But you know, <laughs> way it always goes. I'll be yeah, like, right it'll be like, man, I'm getting NBC. I really want to watch The Office, and the only way I can watch The Office is on NBC Universal. Can you watch Friends though on HBO Max? Friends will be there, so I'll be able to continue on with that, which, I mean, it's the greatest sitcom ever, so, of course, we'll be watching it. Um, Gross. Uh, but anyway, a little side note there about the HBO stuff. But, uh, man, it's kind of high. One last thing, uh, $14.99 a month, I believe is what they said. Mm-hmm. That's on the high end of the spectrum because uh, Apple is $5. and uh, Well, Apple doesn't really have Jack. Uh, not yet. Uh, yeah, I, I would right, like to watch, right. the, uh, like we talked about, that morning show. I think it's the name of it, the one with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. I don't know. They're adding all this, and plus HBO. I mean, come on, man. So. HBO shows, they're premium, dude. I know. That's that good stuff. I know. I'm I know. part of that cult of HBO. I know. Uh, I'm not. I'm just saying, I mean, there's a couple of good things. There's uh, good stuff about coming out about that Jason Loma uh, series on there, too, so. But anyway, let's move on. We talk about subscription services way too much. Uh, I was excited. I was excited for a minute because we hadn't talked about anything Disney, but then I remember we talked about Star Wars. But that's not bad. Only one thing that was Star Wars. So, pretty proud of us this week. And news was pretty short this week because now we're moving into the main event this week, which is monster movies. Uh, I wanted to do like 
I know what list you found, by the way, but it was stupid. It's dumb. It made me mad. Uh, you talking about how they rank them or the ones yeah, that include rank? Them. Uh, yeah, I just I just wanted one to give us something to talk off of. Yeah. Most of the lists that we looked at during this whole Halloween thing have been pretty uh, lackluster. So, but I wanted to do something that included like the Universal monster movies and that kind of stuff. And uh, there's some of them on here, so I just went with it. Uh, is there any any mon- what? What's your favorite monster movie? Or which one sticks out in your mind the most? Uh, Harry and the Hendersons. Wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> it, uh, it is a good movie, though. It is a good movie. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that. Um, you know, there's so many good ones out there. Like, you know, you got Critters. Critters mm-hmm. is good. Uh, Tremors. Uh, Gremlins. Gremlins, yeah. Um, I mean, Cloverfield. I mean, that's something recent. That's in the 2000s. That's a good monster mm-hmm. movie. Uh, so, a lot of these aren't your uh, traditional horror movies, but uh, I think we've pretty much talked about all of them that we were going to anyway. So I was like, let's have some fun this week with this one. and Because uh, I, love, I, I love a good monster movie. Uh, let's dive in here. Uh, 25, they've got Little Shop of Horrors from 1985. Feed me. I used to love that movie as a kid. Uh, Rick Moranis and Steve Steve Martin is the dentist in it and all that stuff. Uh, Audrey. That movie freaked me out as a kid, dude. The, the 86 one. Did you ever see the original? No. Uh, it's uh, it's good, too. It, of course, you know, it's based on a Broadway play, if I remember right. So, uh, I don't know. It's it's good. Uh, then more like I, little. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to oh. say more like little house of traumatic, post traumatic syndrome, whatever disorder, stress thing. <laughs> this is, so interestingly, uh, it is a, adapted from an off Broadway musical adaption of a. I forgot the the movie the sixth the nineteen sixty one was a Roger Corman movie. So mm-hmm. that's pretty interesting. Uh, 24, one of my all-time favorites, uh, Tremors. Man, I love that mm. movie. I used Such to, a fun movie. Yeah, I used to watch it, like, religiously as a kid. Uh, I made a copy of it, a VHS copy of it from, like, NBC or something, wherever it played, and I just watched it constantly. It's really good because it has Reba McIntyre in it. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest. And the guy from uh, Family Ties, Michael O'Keefe. Yeah. 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 Uh, as two, like, like. Just over the top. Like hunters. Gun yeah, other hunters got, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's a, but it, it's a fun movie. Uh, Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon, of course, they're great in it. Uh, they're supposed to be making that series with Kevin Bacon, but I don't know whatever happened with it. It may have come out. And Kevin Bacon's penis, don't forget. No, no. This is one of the few where you do not have it. <laughs> it does not make an appearance on this one. Uh, 20 Some people are be disappointed, though. Well, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell them, really. <laughs> Go watch, uh, what's the Invisible Hollow Man? Man. Hollow Man. Hollow Man. Yeah. 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 Uh, 23, Troll Hunter. We talked about it a little bit. Uh, man, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said before, when we talked about it. If you've never seen it, uh, make a point to go watch it. Uh, it is subtitled, but man, it's good. That ending is, uh, just great where they fight the giant, uh, 
Mountain Troll. That's good stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. 22, one of my favorites that I've always considered underrated, uh, Pacific Rim. Man, uh, Pacific Rim's so good. Yeah. I, went, I remember we went and watched it at, I went and watched it at the IMAX. Uh, my wife did not enjoy it nearly as much as I did, but, uh, it's, uh, it, it's a great mesh of, uh, Kaiju and Jaegers. I like to use robots. The, yeah, yeah, robots and giant monsters, but I like to use the, uh, proper terms. <laughs> but, uh, it, uh, of course, proper it, terms. <laughs> of course, it's, it's Del Toro and, uh, my only, the only complaint I ever had in it was that why are all the fights at night for the most part? And you don't yeah. get a good look at everything. And the second one, though, during the day. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I th- and I think that's part of the reason why is because, you know, you couldn't, uh, they, there was a lot of complaining. But, I mean, those fights in that are just awesome. Uh, great movie. Uh, 21, I think this is, uh, too low for this one. Uh, Gremlins, the original 1984. Uh, what's not been said about Gremlins? I don't know. It's a great <laughs> movie. Man, I watched it at the theater, and when Spike, when you first see Spike, it scared me to death. Oh, yeah. But uh, everybody had a gizmo back in the day. It's great stuff. Gizmo! Gizmo! Uh, 20 is Monsters. It's from 2010. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, it was Gareth there. Yeah. It's, uh, his first movie. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, it was good. I never did watch the follow-up to it. I can't remember the name of it right now, but uh, I enjoyed that movie quite a bit. Uh, 19, we've, you know, this movie's come out, and I think every list that we've done, uh, Cabin in the Woods, which says something. It really, man, it covers everything, yep. if you think about it. Yep. Uh, I've been wanting to go back and watch it, and when we finish tonight, I may just do that, or I may finish the episode of Castle Rock I haven't finished yet. But I haven't watched it in a long time. Uh, it's it's so fun. It's a fun movie. And it, I believe it has a couple good jump scares in it, too, if I'm not mistaken. they got some really funny deaths, though, yeah. too. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth, especially. Yep. <laughs> you know... Just real quick, uh, that's why I like Chris Hemsworth because he takes a lot of these roles that uh, and, and that are perfect for him that are not too serious. Uh, point being the uh, Ghostbusters reboot, the all-female one where he was uh, the secretary. Man, he was hilarious in that. But anyway, moving on. Uh, number 18 is Feast. I have not seen this movie, so I can't comment on it, I don't think. Feast, uh, I've never heard of it. Yeah. Let's see. It's another people get locked in with the Hell Beast with no escape situation. Oh, fun. Uh, patron, uh, patrons of a bar fall prey so, to an a- attack. So it's like so it's like getting married, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I will shut up now. No, it is not. <laughs> Just in case, Claire, if you were listening. Why, I... why was there that long pause in there? What's up? <laughs> I, my throat was dry. I was taking a drink of water. That's all I can. That's all I got. I was drinking my refreshing Fresca. <sighs> uh, so it's one of those. Um, the dude, the 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 monster looks pretty nasty. Seventeen's uh, Cloverfield. Uh, I always dug that movie. Uh, some people didn't really care for it that much, but I thought it was a fun little ride. Yeah. Uh, the found footage part of it wasn't too terrible compared to some of them. 
16, here we go, one of the classic Universal movies, uh, The Wolfman from 1941. Is that Lon Chaney? Yes. Yep. And then Bela Lugosi was uh, Dracula. Dracula. Karloff was Frankenstein. Of course, Karloff. And he was the mummy, actually. That's correct. Yeah, those are, I I love those old Universal ones. Uh, Probably, and I think it's on here, but uh, Creature from from the Black Lagoon was the one that always uh, grabbed me. They're trying to do that again, by the way, trying to rip that dark, stuff, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, if you would focus your mummy movie on the mummy instead of Tom Cruise, it would probably help some. Just saying. <laughs> I hold no ill will. Uh, let's see. After that, we've got uh, the 1958 Blob. Uh, Never watched it. I've always wanted pretty to. pretty good. Uh, I watched it not too long ago. It's got Steve McQueen in it. Uh, it's uh, it's fun. I mean, it's 1958, so you know you're. It's that whole low budget B movie type of thing. So oh, yeah. uh, it's good. Uh, 14. Another one that I think is a little too low on this list is uh, the Predator. Uh, not the Predator. I mean, just Predator from '87. Uh, one of my all time favorite Schwarzenegger movies. Uh, again, what's not been said about that? Uh, it's got some great kills in there. Great gore. Uh, Jesse the body getting his freaking chest. Great yeah, creature get, too. Jesse the body getting his chest blown off, or, or that hole blown in his chest uh, was great. And Carl Weathers uh, standing there with his arms cut off, and the predator, you know, knocking him and all that stuff. Uh, probably my favorite part though is you know he's going to die. Uh, Billy tells all of them to go on, and then he stands at the edge of that uh, natural bridge and cuts his chest. With a knife, and then he's dead after that. He's like, oh, yeah. Way to go, Billy. Way to go. <laughs> okay. Way to go, Billy. Uh, 13, Jurassic Park. Uh, I, I like Jurassic Park, but I don't consider it a monster movie per se. So that's just me. Yeah, I but, agree uh, It's a good movie. Uh, 12 is The Descent from 05. That's Man. a freaky movie. <laughs> Man. <laughs> It is it's hard to believe up. that Neil Marshall <laughs> directed that movie. Yes. Really? I mean, it's been a, I mean, I only watched it at the theater, but wow. Uh, I didn't that's, realize it. That's a freaky movie. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I need to go back and watch it again. Uh, those, uh, let's see, they're called Crawlers in that. Man, they're freaky. Speaking of freaks, uh, number 11 is uh, The Fly from 1987. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, I watched that not too long ago. Uh, Derek and Jeff over at uh, Saw Something Scary had uh, reviewed it, and I was like, I'm going to watch that again because I hadn't seen it forever. And, man, I forgot. I didn't forget, but I forgot how gross it gets at the end of it, uh, like when he's puking on his food to eat it and all that stuff. But Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> when I was a kid and watched it, the scene that got to me more than anything was when he goes in the bar and he challenges that dude to arm wrestle and breaks his wrist and and the bone pops out. That used to just like, oh yeah, it, it, oh. it literally just God. make me sick. And I don't know if it's where I had broke my wrist as a kid or something like that, you know. But uh, man, it was so messed up. That's a that's a really good movie. Uh, I like the sequel. To it as well. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it yeah. was a fun little movie. 
Uh, number 10, here we go, another classic uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. I used to watch it growing up mm-hmm. all the time. It was another one of those that I would just rent at the uh, video store and take home and watch nonstop. Uh, I would like to, if I ever had a chance, uh, it was shot in 3D. I would like to go watch it in 3D and see uh, see that. I think it'd be fun. <laughs> uh, probably, actually. Those, uh, I'm thinking yeah, about the red blue. That's blues, what I was going to say. That, that old 3D tech. Uh, number nine is Jaws. No, no, stop it. No, that's not a. No. I don't think it's a monster movie either. No, not a monster movie. It is no. one of the best movies ever, but I don't really think it's a monster movie. It's just a shark that got a bad rep, you know, had a rough childhood, you know, lost his job, and was just pissed off. Exactly. You know, kind of want to you you want to root you, for him. The entire movie I'm talking, for Jaws. I just now, hope he gets that job at McDonald's. About Jaws or Jaws for the Revenge? Because Jaws. Man, Jaws four I, is the one where he, where Jaws chases the family to Jamaica or wherever it's at. I can't remember now, but uh, yeah, what a dick. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> hey guys, I'm thinking about uh, what was that old hand of a bear? Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. Yeah. Hey guys, Jabberjaw. Uh, I think you're uh, doing a mix of Jabberjaw and Snagglepuss in there together. <laughs> <laughs> hey, eggs and stage left even. Uh, Number eight is uh, Dracula, the nineteen thirty one with Bela Lugosi. Uh, uh, Dracula two thousand. No, no. Or uh, what's the one? I'm trying to think of the one with George Hamilton. Dracula no, X. This was the one where he was. Uh, oh, man, what was the name? It used to come on TV all the time when I was a kid. Uh, it was a comedy. Dracula no, Dead no, Love no. That was Leslie Nielsen. Uh, number seven is Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Uh, I've yeah. never watched that. That dude, that's I've scary. Never it, that, that is the scariest version of Dracula. It is so freaking. Uh, uh, I mean, that that is a classic monster right there. I mean, that's even now yeah. that's a freak, it's a freaky to look at, you know. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Number six, definitely would not want to eat breakfast with Number him. six is Godzilla, the 1954 original. Yeah, it's um, I think it, I think it earns a yeah, spot yeah. just you know from uh, it being Godzilla. It's Godzilla. Exactly. Uh, unfortunately, I did not get that uh, Criterion collection. Uh, I canceled my order. Oh, uh, I hope to get it at some point, but I just couldn't. I couldn't pull the trigger on a hundred, hundred and seventy bucks right now for that. But uh, yeah. I hope to get it because, uh, and I would like for us to sit down and watch them because. Uh, we both had the same taste in movies, and I know we'd have a good time watching those. Man, I don't know if we've ever watched any of the, uh, like, original Godzillas together. And I mean, like, these. The, sure, we the, have. the Showa era, not the Toho ones. But uh, 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 they're so good. I mean, I really want to watch Mothra with the uh, little priestesses and stuff like that. It, it cracks me up. Robert Smith, Robert <laughs> Smith. Bing, bong, bing, bong. Mac Streisand. Oh man, so get, hey, HBO man, they're gonna make off like thieves. Yeah. Five hundred million. Jesus. And now they're number five. We've not talked about this movie any, and it is so freaking good. An American Werewolf in London. Man. Yep. Uh, that, I remember so the, that 
used to oh, kill good. me to death when uh, that dude transformed into a werewolf the first time. Uh, yeah, the makeup effects. Uh, are, John are John great. Landis directed it. Uh, you can see his humor in it, and of course, John Landis directed the Michael Jackson thriller video. So you know, there's some similarities in the werewolves in the two of them. But uh, if you've never watched the American Werewolf in London, uh, you should go out of your way to watch it. It is a classic werewolf movie, and it's uh, it, it's really funny too. On top of that, uh, but you can pass on the American Werewolf in Paris, the sequel. <laughs> Nowhere near as good. Uh, number four is Frankenstein. I mean, what's not been said about that? Uh, Bella Lugosi. Uh, you know, I don't know if I've ever watched the Frankenstein. The, this one, the 31. Uh, yeah. I watched that uh, one with Robert De Niro. What was, uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Uh, yeah. But I've never seen this one. I actually own it. I should sit down and watch it at some point. Uh, let's see. At number three, we got King Kong. Uh, I can go with that. Uh, uh, would you say he's the one that started it all when you were talking actual monsters? I know you had uh, Frankenstein before that and uh, Dracula, but I mean, when I say monsters, I mean like like King Kong, Godzilla-style monsters, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, Have you ever so, yeah. watched the original King Kong? Yes, very long time ago. Uh, I used to love the uh, special effects. Uh, Ray Harryhausen, uh, I watched it and actually ended up, uh, when I was in elementary school, I bought a a book at the uh, Scholastic Book Fair on Ray Harryhausen and all his special effects and stuff. I wish I still had it. Uh, I read it constantly. And then number two is The Thing, which we have talked about a lot. Uh I can get with that. Uh, I've talked about how much I love this movie. Uh, I don't think we really need to say anything else about it other than uh, the monster effects. The monster effects in that are just amazing. And then number one, we have Alien. Yeah. I'll take it. Sure. Is there anything? Go ahead. What about about Society? Remember that movie, Society? Which one is that? That's one that's got the dude finds out that his family is like part of like some kind of species of alien, and they it's like that the big orgy at the end where their bodies all like come together. It's gross. It's gross. But I'd consider that and Jeepers Creepers. I never was a big fan one. of those. I wasn't a big fan of it, but I mean the first one was all right. But you know, of course, when you got the second, third, fourth, fifth, right. and sixth, um, Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, you know, Del Toro. Probably should have had actually yeah. any Del Toro, and movie, I'll put yes. Hellboy on there. His Hellboy ones as well. Oh yeah, um, definitely. I I, I don't I, I know why it's not on here, but uh, I always think of Aliens as well. Uh, when we when you're talking about this stuff, but I can see, I understand why it's not and why Alien is on there. Uh, Willow. I always thought Willow. Oh, wait, you think of it as okay. I say Willow because it's got a lot of good monsters in it, though, man. I mean, that was a really fun movie. I yeah. mean, just the, the, the monster yeah. at the end. I guess it's not per se a monster, <clears throat> but it's definitely got some good monsters. Um, Swamp Thing. 
Swamp Thing is a is something else. Yes, definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Attack Attack the Block. Did you ever watch that? Uh, no. You need to watch it. It's a great movie. Uh, it's aliens. Uh, it's really good. Uh, Monster Squad. That's one of my favorites from back in the eighties. Uh, of course, it's got the class, classic line when they uh, kick the Wolfman in the in the uh, crotch area, and he goes, "The Wolfman's got nards." <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, Monsters Inc. That's a great. Oh, here we go. Nightbreed. That's full-on monsters. Uh, Clive Barker, that's all you really need to say about that one. <laughs> this movie's so crazy. God, I hope one day we can sit there and hang oh, out with him. It's so... It's so good. Uh, I just want to be like, Clive, like, what's up, man? Like, where, where did this all come from? I mean, I just want to know about Midnight Meat Train and the I lizard need, people. I, that's that's I what I want to watch know about. That. I really do. Uh... After you talked about it last week, I was like, man, I really need to watch that movie. I think a lot of people need to watch it so we can have a support group to talk about. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> his movies are just like, and his books. Did you ever read any of his books? No, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm smart. I read, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that poison I in my read, mind. I um, Cabal, which is uh, what Nightbreed is based off of. And it pretty much follows the same thing, but uh, uh, man, his it, his stuff is like it's serious. I, I, it's serious horror. Uh, it's uh, that not really. I I, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know where I'd begin with it. It's uh, it's that's something else. Uh, they show Hellraiser on here. I don't really think it think of it as a horror movie either. No, no, I'm sorry. That's some really hold good on, creatures. Hold on. Not a horror movie, a monster movie. I'm sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. I guess because we talked about nothing. I don't know what we'll do next week when we don't talk about horror movies. We'll talk about Thanksgiving movies. I guess we'll start <laughs> doing list of Thanksgiving movies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, Die Hard too. That's technically a Thanksgiving movie, right? <laughs> so. I, I, I'm, I'm saying, hey, uh, Die Hard Four, man. You know that was. Actually I'm saying it now. Movie, right? Send us in your favorite Thanksgiving movies so we can compile our list of the greatest Thanksgiving. Hey. Isn't Uncle Buck a Thanksgiving movie? Oh, Christmas. Was it Christmas? No. no I think, hold up. I don't want to be. I don't want to be corrected. I think Uncle Buck might have been Thanksgiving. Hold on. The power of the internet is at our hands. <laughs> and I miss John Candy. God, uh, so let's funny. see. It doesn't say. Maybe it's just Uncle Buck. Maybe <laughs> I'm getting it mixed up with uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Well, no, you see, the, he has to take over for Cindy. Uh, okay, Cindy was his sister. No, I mean, hold on. <laughs> Hold up, man. Since, oh, no, that's okay. It was the husband's brother, Uncle Buck, to come in there. Well, his wife, uh, dad yeah. had a heart attack, so they left. Anyway, we just went off on a Uncle Buck tangent there. Uh, I don't know. Do they have a cartoon based off Uncle Buck? I'm pretty Hold sure. On. I can just type it in here. Cartoon. 
<laughs> I like how you're like, well, guys, sorry about that, and then you hop right back in uh, the rabbit hole. Well, hold on, I can check. Let's see. There was an Uncle Buck TV show from 1990. I don't see an actual cartoon per se. I don't think there was. I think now there was a a TV show apparently. Probably all those years of watching Clive Barker stuff when I was a kid that's messed my mind up to make me think there was Uncle Buck cartoons. Well, so. you know, when you think about it, though, all those movies and stuff are from a lot of them ended up with cartoons. I mean, Beetlejuice. We yeah. yeah. Back to the Future. We've never talked about Beetlejuice, and we're in the middle of horror. So, it's, man. Oh, it's such a you guy. You such can, a great you movie. Say Beetlejuice is a monster movie. <laughs> uh, it's got those sandworms sure. in it and everything. It's, it's got, got the, the sandworms. Or the fact that yeah. you have all those kind the of creepy The furniture comes alive, the... and then there's the part where the shrimp eats yeah. their face, or doesn't eat their face, but, you know, pulls them down and all that. And it's, you know. That movie freaked me as a kid, but in a way that I still, I mean, I still enjoyed watching it. I wasn't ever scared. I was never not scared, or excuse me, never not wanting to watch the movie. But, yeah, that part, that part always freaked me out with the shrimp, uh, so. God, Michael Heaton's so good in that. Uh, the hey, the hey, part hey, that used hey. to freak me out, and that, but yet cracked me at the same time was when uh, Beals used to sit there with the dude that had his head shrunk and all that. That's <laughs> like, man, that's such a good movie. Uh, all right. You want to watch that for a little bit? Let's. Uh, Thanks. I, what did I say I was going to watch? Oh, Cabin in the Woods. I better write that down before I forget. Well, that is our picks for the week, folks. Right what? there. Her, right. Oh, it's not yeah. my record. Yeah. It's not my there recommendation for the week. Uh, I've got a good, I know I've got a good huh. one for my recommendation. Locked in, son. Mine was going to be Dolomite is my name, but then I found another one. And I was like, no, it's going to be a horror movie. Because this is our uh, final Halloween episode of the month, so... Uh, I was talking to Jesse. He can be our correspondent for anime. When do you have an anime episode? I've been thinking about, about it. Um, but what we need to do is talk about it, like get people that never really watched it. You know, just kind of the simple ones yeah. for them to watch, something that they don't have to. Mean, like, because I mean, there's some like stuff that's out there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Cowboy Bebop. Uh, yeah, Cowboy Bebop is a great entry one. Uh, Ninja Scroll. Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I used to recommend Ghost in the Shell a lot to people, but uh, I don't as much anymore. Uh, but like, if you're thinking about like horror ones, um, Vampire Hunter D and Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust are two good ones. Hey man, let's just save it for the well, next no. episode. No, because <laughs> like if you're talking and. If you go, if you talk about anime horror, then you get into like some weird tentacle type stuff that I'm not going to talk about on air. But like it go, it goes to you can go down some really weird rabbit holes with that stuff. Uh, I remember when we were uh, kids, the local video store had a few uh, anime movies, and that's kind of where we started because they used to have the old Orion videos, and Akira was one of them. So anyway, yeah. we'd go rent them. We were like the only people that rented them. And he's like, hey, I got this one. Won't you guys check it out and see what you think? And it turned out to be a tentacle porn anime thing. And it was just like, what are we? Even? I, our poor little minds. It's no wonder I'm like I am the... The guy that 
the yeah, guy that but he didn't person. know what it was. He had no idea. He would just, you know, he would get these. Uh, uh, real quick, here's some that I would recommend when it comes to that. Like I said, if you've never seen Vampire Hunter D, uh, it's one of the best. Uh, it was one of my early introductions in anime. Uh, <clears throat> Blood, The Last Vampire is a good one. Uh, X, uh, Ninja, Ninja Resurrection, or not Resurrection, Ninja Scroll, A Wicked City. Uh, and probably one of my favorites, a lot of people, I don't know if they really like it as much as I do, but Demon City Shinjuku is a really good one when it comes to horror types. Uh, and I think that's all I'm going to go into on those. All those are some that I recommend. Silent Mobius is another good one. It's not really horror per se, but it's still really good. Uh, High School of the Dead is a good series. Uh, would you consider Attack uh, of the Titan? No. Thank no, you, because no, I completely no. had a brain fart and forgot what I was trying to say. Yes, Back on time. No, I don't. Uh, but, yeah, we might try to sit down and do an anime episode. I need to get back to Gun Gale online, but I had to take a break from the sword art. Did you finish that? No, I haven't. I'm not, I need to go back to it. So, but there's some. Uh, <clears throat> anything else you want to add since this is our last uh, round of horror movies? Good riddance. I'm sick and tired of talking about horror. <laughs> Until next year. Yeah, I don't know if we'll do another full month. I mean, we could talk about a full month of Thanksgiving or Christmas. Next month is... Dude, definitely talk about Next month is all Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Everybody get ready. It's all Thanksgiving. And then after that, we're diving into the Christmas movies. It's just an excuse for me to say cornucopia right. all yes. the time. And sweet potatoes. Cranberry sauce. Oh, all the stuff I hate. But get ready because in December, circus in peanuts. December, I've already Paint got it figured peanuts. out. We're going to do an Christmas episode Caroling. that is devoted. No, you need to listen. That is devoted to all three Santa Claus movies. Boom. Huh? Huh? No. You can have a guess. That'd be my that. wife and daughter because they watch it all the time. Whereas I, 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 I don't like those right. movies at all. And I love Christmas movies for the most part, but I just can't get into them. But anyway, uh, nothing else on the horror front for this week. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed our uh, look back at monster movies and all the other movies we talked about. Uh, maybe you're tired of it, want to hear something else. So next week, look for something new that won't be Thanksgiving. Uh, Clay, we might reach out to Jesse. Maybe The hard thing with Jesse is getting a time where he could talk. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, probably have to record on a Thursday or something. Well, no, it's not Thursday. It had to be yeah. like a Tuesday, to be honest. Oh, no, I can't because yeah. I've got darts. It has to be so, Monday. Uh, I don't know, but. Or weekend. It could be a weekend, too. I mean, yeah. whatever. Sunday, maybe. I don't know. So, we'll figure it out. Down the road. But uh, anyway, let's uh, move on to this week's emails. Uh, we got two emails this week. Let me check my inbox. Maybe somebody sent us another one. I was hoping to get a few more uh, when we could put the shout out for ghost stories, but apparently nobody has any ghost stories, but that's okay. Uh, it's all, all right. Good. I'm just glad to be getting emails. Uh, first one is from uh, Joshua A. Powell. I probably shouldn't say his whole name, but he put it on here. So it's okay. Uh, yo. Is the Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? 
What's the scariest video game you've ever played and why? So what do you think, Clay? Not I think it's a terrible oh, movie. Dude. I'm one of the few people that just do not like the movie at all. I just mm. don't care for it. I'm, I'm going to let that slide. That, that hurts. Scariest game? Ah, oh, man. That Outlast game where you're in a psych hospital and you, and you get in the complete darkness and you only have your little camera that has, like, uh, night vision stuff that can only use sparingly without finding... Oh, man, that was scary. But I think Eternal Darkness for the Nintendo GameCube was mm-hmm. up there. If that was that uh, game that uh, the more messed up stuff you saw, the, the stuff like your, your like it will show your Nintendo resetting. Yeah. And you're like, what? And then, or like, you know, blood will start coming down the walls and stuff like that. And I mean, that game has aged terribly, but uh, it is time. It was such a fun game. It, it kind of reminds me of um, Cthulhu, stuff like that. So, but I'd say that and, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some of the other games I've played. I wouldn't even really qualify Resident Evil as being too scary. It was fun. Uh, maybe when I was younger, sure, Resident Evil was scary, but now I'm just like, hey, it's part of the game. Zombies, whatever. I, I, okay, let me just get this out of the way. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie. Uh, my wife and daughter are trying to convert me into a Halloween movie person, but it's a Christmas movie. And my my biggest argument for it being a Christmas movie is that when you go to Disney World and they have their Christmas stuff out, which we'll be there for, and I will bring back pictures, you can have your picture took with Jack Skellington in his Santa Claus costume, or his Sandy Claus costume. So, Christmas movie. But I don't care to watch it at Halloween because I love that movie. Uh, and then as for Scary's uh, Game... I've ever played um, for me I think it was you said it wasn't really on yours but Resident Evil 2 um, man it scared me uh, you remember the demo they released for that I mm-hmm. played the demo me and my friends were playing in the dark and like no lights on or anything and there, I can't remember what the jump scare was in there but it was something that just absolutely freaked us out uh, yeah, I, I believe scary games should be played with it's friends. Fun. It's in it's the dark fun like that, where you know. Yeah. Oh, there was also that fear game. Sorry, yeah. that fear game was pretty crazy because they had that little kid that would like randomly just appear in places. I remember yeah. it scared me and Todd when we were playing that. So, but uh, I don't know. There's not been. I can't really think of a game that really, other than that, that just really bothered me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Uh. I don't know. I think it's because uh, it's. I, I look at it as a video game. I don't get too immersed in them as I would like, say, a movie or something. So maybe that's where it's at. Uh, second one is from Glenn this week. Uh, after listening to last week's pod where you asked about scary stories, the only thing I could think of was growing up in Cookville and hearing about Crazy George's Bridge. <laughs> It is a bridge. Uh, it yes, is a bridge sir. near Sparta, haunted by a rail uh, railroad, or I think it's railroad worker who lost his head in an accident on the bridge. Legend says if you turn your car off near the bridge, it won't restart, and George will come for you. 
mostly it was just a place in the middle of nowhere in Putnam County we would drive out to as teenagers to scare each other. I attached a National Geographic article you might find interesting about it and some other spooky spots around Cookville, most of which I did not know about. So, Clay, I'm t- I take it I had not heard of uh, George's Bridge mm-hmm. until I read this. I've been there. Is it as spooky as he says? I've been there in the middle of the night before. It is pretty... The atmosphere is really creepy at mm-hmm. night. Sure. But uh, I don't think I've ever had an issue starting my vehicle. Um, so the, <laughs> the National Geographic article he linked uh, with this, and I will actually try to put that in the show notes for anybody that wants to check it out. Show uh, notes. Which I don't really do that much in the show notes. I know some people like to put like time stamps and everything. I ain't got time for that. So... Ain't nobody got time uh, for that. Come but it's on, got Crazy George's Bridge, uh, the Witch's Cemetery. You ever heard of that? No. Uh, this mysterious cemetery located only a half mile from Crazy George's Bridge is one of the spookiest places in the area. Uh, an isolated graveyard appears suddenly in a forest clearing along a dark road. Instead of having, instead of classic tombstones, tombstones, the graves, which date from the 1790s. Wow are covered with bizarre tent-like stone slabs, a number of which bear no mark other than a pentagram. Huh. Oh, nice. This is my number of the beast. Let's see. uh, (laughs) There's the American Legion Meeting House in Sparta. Uh, It has been designated officially haunted. Ah, there's old Smelly Pete's old... Uh, station place. It, it, is, it is said to contain the spirit of an especially patriotic former janitor who can be provoked by shouting anti-American epithets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I guess he wasn't a fan of Cobra. He heard heavy footsteps and doors opening and closing, seeing doorknobs shaking and watched chairs move about by themselves. Because he's still alive. Free him. Uh, and then there's the Park Theater in McMinnville. Uh, this was a 1950s movie theater. <clears throat> I think I know where that's located <clears throat> at in McMinnville. Uh, let's see. He constructed a secret passageway from his apartment to the theater balcony so he could play tricks on unsuspecting patrons. <laughs> uh, one night in a fit of rage, he supposedly killed his girlfriend near a staircase. Now visitors... Hi! I've got a... People, so I can watch you pee. Fun stuff. Yeah, that's that's We're great. We're calling it there. a peephole in quotation marks. <laughs> There's other things you call that that we won't go into here, but you know, uh, let's see. Now visitors report following us following a scent of either old-fashioned perfume or aqua velva. I was hoping it's gonna be, fa- I was hoping it's gonna be like Fabergé or something like that. That's all right. That moves around the theater before stopping at the scene of the murder. They say if you listen quietly, you might be able to hear the the dude cackling and smell his Stetson cologne. (laughs) Stetson! So, it sounds like a succubus is what they've got on their hands. Oh, Let me tell you about the Loch Ness Monster. Remember to! I know, (laughs) Harold! Oh my goodness! That's got to be my all-time favorite uh, South Park episode. I still crack up every time I watch it. Uh, so, 
uh, visitors have had their hair pulled or been pushed or pelted by pebbles. Schultz uh, has even captured recorded voices saying, do you still love me? And the response, yes, I do. Huh. So pretty much he just carries over. Okay, come on. He's, a, he's realistic. He's an asshole in real life, and he's an <laughs> asshole in the afterlife. Nothing changes. Some things Nothing are changes. always the same. <laughs> yeah. We got this little pee hole, pee pole, whatever you want to call it. No. Kind of tug on your hair. <laughs> I, I want to say something, but I'm not going to. I'm trying to keep this PG for the most part. Right, so, sure. But anyway, uh, Glenn, thanks. That was a nice little read. Uh, of course, you know, there's the Bell Witch around here and all that stuff, too. There's uh, quite a few different things. Uh, there's one I didn't mention last week. And I will real quick, and then we'll get off here. Uh, there was a guy that had uh, he grown marijuana, if I remember right. Yeah, and his name was John Todd, and he uh, he got busted, and then he got killed, or he died in the bust, or something like that. I can't remember. It's been so long ago, but anyway, on the cover of the uh, local newspaper. Uh, it showed the sheriff uh, standing in front of all the marijuana. And you could fold the uh, newspaper up trifold like you would do an old Mad Magazine. You remember in the back of the Mad Magazine when you fold it up, it'd show you different images. Oh, yeah. Well, you could fold it up and it would show a skull. So, so Ooh. everybody then it become uh, urban legend that John Todd was a devil worshiper and so on and so forth. <laughs> so he died, and the freaky thing was when he died, his graveyard, his he's buried right beside his house. And it was actually a Jehovah's well, Witness. Come to find his his uh, grave is right beside his house, and it's a little fenced-in area. had a little angel on it and a little bench where you could go sit and uh, look at the house. And, of course, the house had been uh, uh, cordoned off by FBI, so it had, you know, do not trespass and all that stuff on it. And, of course, everybody in the county would go to it and trespass and go in it and freak yourself out because you would be, uh, you know, you know how it is when you do that kind of stuff. It's more. Oh yeah, I wonder what what went down here, and in real life, it's just him yeah. making a sandwich. Well, that's and, and, and you're <laughs> just freak. You know, you're you're freaking yourself out and making. You know, you're hearing stuff that isn't there and that kind of thing. So, yeah. uh, but that was another big one that we used to do all the time. You'd just load up and go down to John Todd's house and look at his little scary grave in the middle of the night and hope you didn't get arrested. So. Uh, but that's it. Uh, thanks for writing in, Glenn and Josh. Uh, I'm glad you guys are helping us with the emails, supporting us on that. We have a good time with it. Uh, Clay, won't you give us a recommendation for this week? I'm sorry, you you mean I'm watching it. One. Uh, mine yeah. is Ghostbusters. I mean, you don't even oh, have to say anything else about either one of those. Uh, I put out a call for emails, and I did a little gif of uh, – Bill Murray and Ghostbusters, and I was like, man, I love Ghostbusters. That's what I'm going to put on there. Go watch Ghostbusters again, because if you've not seen it, something wrong. So good. I might watch it, actually. I love that movie. So uh, that's it this week, folks. Uh, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites. Uh, make sure you rate review us on Apple Podcast and all the other ones, but especially Apple because uh, that helps us get it out there, get it noticed more. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, uh, join us at 
ramblings from nowhere. Uh, we've had some good conversations. Did you just say ramblings from nowhere? Uh, maybe. <laughs> ramblings. Join our new podcast coming out soon. Ramblings from podcast from the makers of Ramblings from podcast. Ramblings, whatever. I can't even say it right either now. Ramblings podcast. Sorry. Oh, I was just letting you go. <laughs> You got it. You got it all out of your system. You good to go, bro. That was. That reminds me of that was Homer Simpson making fun of those dudes. You know, he's making fun yeah. of the nerds. He's like, I'm smart. S M R T. S M M R T. I mean, S M R T. It's exactly what I sound like right there, making fun of you. So, join our Facebook group, Ramblings from Nowhere. Ramblings from Nowhere. We had some good, uh, good conversations over there this week. A lot of fun. I haven't done any polls lately. I'll probably get around to doing some of those. I like doing polls for some reason. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram at RFN underscore podcast. Uh, don't forget to send us in those emails to RFN.podcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, Clay, still on social media blackout, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am... At Jason76Z on Twitter. And with that, we are out. <laughs> Bye. <Bye-bye. laughs>